Tasted. Hey, what's on your plate? Is it good? Is it great? Come on, don't hesitate. Sit on down with the Ambuja food aid. When you're cooking at home, wanna set the right tone? Just pick up the phone. Sit on down with the Ambuja food aid. Good morning, Twin Cities. This is Wesley Wright, your unboozie foodie. Thank you all so much for tuning in. It is a Saturday morning. And we are not socially distancing. (laughs) I'm just putting that out there right now. Not socially distancing. And maybe I'll explain that in a little bit what that means or whatnot. But anyway, thank you all so much for tuning in. Uh, I hope we'll take a few moments uh, for the next hour, if you would, and sit down with me. Um, We're going to be talking about something that's a bit prevalent right now in uh, our current state of affairs. Um, But we're going to kind of give you like resources and and ideas on what you should be doing during this time period. So first off, uh, let me give you the telephone number so that you can call in with your comments, suggestions. Uh, Hey, just want to have a conversation about, um, you know, maybe some ideas of maybe you'd like to share uh, of how we can kind of all get through this together. Uh, The telephone number here at the radio station for the show is 651-200-3479. Once again, 651-200-3479. As always, I want to invite you to follow me on social media which is uh for facebook it is the unbuji foodie uh, instagram is the underscore unbuji foodie and twitter is at unbuji foodie um as also let me also invite you to uh, visit my website as well uh, which would be www.theunbujifoodie.com uh, you'll hear past episodes see articles that i've written uh food pictures all of that um but let's get started with today's show and it's you know it's interesting because you know i see people running out (laughs) and buying up hand sanitizer and toilet paper (laughs) and i'm like i don't see anybody like really picking up food (laughs) And they probably are, and maybe I'm just not realizing it or something. I don't know. Um, but all I see are the running through the aisles for, I don't know, toilet paper and hand sanitizer, maybe some bleach or Lysol. Anyway, this is a food show, so we're going to be concentrating on food and what things you can purchase or maybe stock up on, um, you know, maybe even cook uh, during whatever time that you're faced 
you know, I know I mentioned about a 14 day quarantine, but you know, that could be anyone like even right now, parents, um, youths that are at home or, you know, because school is closing, uh, or they're doing online, whatever the situation is, uh, he, there are a number of things that you could either stock up on, uh, as well as cook and prepare, uh, so that you won't have to worry about, gosh, what am I going to, what am I going to make? What am I going to, what are we going to do? How are we going to survive through this? Uh, Yeah. So let's go ahead and get started with that. Uh, I found an article that I thought was very interesting. Um, It's through the Mercury News. And uh, I'd invite you to go there to the website as well, which is mercurynews.com. And they have something called, um, uh, yeah, don't ask me why, but. Under their health section, the news, and then the health section. Um, and I think it's helpful. Uh, a dietary nutritionist, uh, registered dietary, a dietitian and nutritionist, excuse me, um, kind of shared their tips on what we can actually do, you know, and what to stock up on during this time period. Uh, I kind of like making light of this situation but they call it, they called it the coronavirus kitchen I know okay maybe that's I don't know in bad taste but anyway you know just think you know it helps you with that understanding what you're going to be faced with you know that's really what it is so going through that article I found a few things that I thought I would share with you in of course, like I've already mentioned, you know, you're already doing the right thing by stocking up on like toilet paper or people that are stocking up on toilet paper, you know, hand sanitizer, disinfectant wipes and so on. Um, but remember, you have to eat, you know, and of course, with folks probably worrying about maybe electricity or water, you know, yeah, they're still you still have to put food in your in your belly (laughs) so again uh this uh dietitian um she has a new york bestseller cookbook as well but she figured hey why not provide some ideas and suggestions you know on what to do during this time period and the cookbook or her cookbook and the person's name is um marlene coach or, or Koch, I believe. Um, and she's got a more of a health-focused cookbook series, one that's uh, entitled Eat What You Love. And there, she does slow cooker uh, or just regular stovetop uh, recipes, but just, again, the ideas of what foods can you make or do during this time period. So, again, like I said, I keep saying that we're going to go into it, but it's just interesting information I wanted to share with you letting you know who the person is kind of just on the outset uh, standardly as again as a registered dietitian and nutritionist um, she's provided some information on what is actually needed for you know the for people or for individuals and it varies you know for instance protein um, what is needed between for a man or a woman or young children, teenagers? Uh, again, it it's hard to say, you know. But 
what she recommends is at least four ounces of protein per person per day. Um, the United States Department of Agriculture, or USDA, they recommend five and a half ounces of lean meat, uh, which is the, the equivalent of about one and a quarter cup of cooked beans. Um, so, I mean, if you're like on a plant-based diet and you're just trying to get protein, uh, definitely that's the equivalent, you know, if you're not trying to have meat. But again, that's if you're on a $2,000 caloric um you know, daily diet. Um, so what she's suggesting is maybe stock in a freezer, a variety of two to three uh, pound bags of lean ground beef or turkey, chicken, maybe chicken tenders, you know, for the kids. They don't want you to be cooking anything. They just want to put something hopefully in the microwave. But, you know, again, you have to be creative. And it could, she even mentioned shrimp, you know, that uh, quarantines, they could last quite a while sometimes. And in this case, we're talking about 14 days. Um, you never know what might occur. And this is not really to rile up anybody or anything. This really is just to kind of get you prepared ahead of time, you know, so that you have certain things within your your home uh, or even if you don't have them yet, you have an idea of the things that you should probably prepare your home with. Another great thing that she mentioned uh, is, you know, that you could put in your freezer specifically is tortillas, uh, frozen fruit uh, for smoothies, um, microwavable uh, rice or quinoa. Uh, you know, if you're trying to do grain bowls and maybe pasta dishes, you know, all of these things definitely help and even though there are you know frozen veggies that you could actually purchase and put in your freezer and so forth but the ones that she specifically mentioned again this is coming from her as a registered nutritionist and dietitian corn peas uh and what did what else what was the third one she meant specifically mentioned the corn and peas, even though like broccoli is prevalent um, and that's possible that you could definitely have that. But for some reason or another, she focuses more on the corn and peas over frozen broccoli, um, but still includes the broccoli in there. So some of the veggies, frozen veggies, they have more uh, beneficial nutritional values, um, you know, even when they're frozen. Uh, so, you know, you know that that can stay a, a little bit longer in the freezer. As always, and I think everyone knows this part, but canned goods, dried goods, those are kind of like no brainers. And not to say that no one's really thinking about that or not uh, educated enough to recognize that those are what standard things. It's just, you know, you really don't have to extend yourself far beyond that. Those are just things that, you know, ingredients or, or not even ingredients, but just items that you know that it's kind of like second nature to pick up anyway. Um, but then you have to think outside the box still being creative. Uh, you can definitely have your favorite pasta, your your grains, um, definitely canned tuna or maybe sardines. Um, diced tomatoes are great, but m more importantly, 
uh, beans is a main thing. Um, and I, this next one I thought was quite interesting because when you I think of mushrooms, I'm always thinking of the button mushrooms or portobello mushrooms, you know, and oh, okay, I could get those and put those in the refrigerator. It's like, but yeah, what if you can't go back to the um, grocery store? I mean, you know, having them fresh is all nice and good and well, but what if you don't have the ability, one, maybe the space in your refrigerator or uh, maybe you've used up, you've opened up uh, maybe a fresh container and what, three, four days later, you try to go back to those mushrooms. You know, if you don't really use them quickly, they can kind of go bad in a few days or just kind of like turn into this. I'm sorry, not to be gross, but the slimy mush. Uh, and you don't want that. They suggest she she suggested dried mushrooms instead of fresh mushrooms and just as great you could make a wonderful dish and again if you have probably gone to the website already mercurynews.com and just look for a coronavirus kitchen um, there is a recipe or two one specific one that she refers to as an instant pot uh, risotto and so these are helpful links, uh, you know, that will redirect you, if you would, to that specific recipe. Um, I have not tried it. I'm just saying that I did research and I found it. So I just thought it was interesting. Uh, but, you know, there's still other things, you know, aside from, you know, the, the mushrooms. But we're going to go back to beans, if you would. Remember how I said how important beans are? We already said that what a one and a quarter cup of beans is sufficient protein, you know, for a person. Um, so if you were to have that, you know, if you were on a 2000 calorie daily diet or intake, um, yeah, you could basically eat that and be good, you know, at least surviving, you know. Uh, but think of all the different types of beans that are out there. I mean, pinto beans, black eye, you know, black eye beans, uh, garbanzo, kidney beans. I'm sorry, kidney beans is my favorite. Pinto beans and kidney beans, great. Uh, uh, many others. I mean, lentils, and these you could make meals that last, you know, well beyond week to two weeks. Uh, another suggestion from. Uh, the nutritionist uh, from I don't know would you call her a doctor uh, Marlene or Marlene Koch uh, is a black bean chili and chili is just that hearty let's just say that you're okay you're making chili you can either make it with beans without beans I mean so meat uh, you can make it both together. Uh, it, being that it's so hearty, it's it's wonderful. It's a it's a great way to get all of that protein. Uh, have something very flavorful, and it really it doesn't take very much to do. Uh, you know, a, a chili, if you would. But you know, a, you know, she's provided a suggestion. There is a recipe that I mentioned that uh, is available within the article. And specifically, it is... Oh, well, we're not going to do that. Mm. Uh, 
using an ad. <laughs> so funny. Um, I was looking at this re- trying to look at this recipe. Look at this recipe. Look at this recipe. <laughs> and it just totally did not let me look at this recipe. Come on now, let me have the recipe. I'm trying to share it. <laughs> anyway, it's a black bean chili, um, and. You know, you could definitely go to the website and find that. But it, all these different items, simple items, ones that you could quickly pick up at the grocery store and know that it's not uh, difficult to find. Not difficult to find at all. Uh, refresh. I think I could go look at it really quick. Yeah. And remember how we talked about, you know, the nutritionist mentioned that you should probably have like two to three pounds of, you know, ch- uh, ground beef or turkey or, or chicken or something in your refrigerator. Here, it's already giving you an idea of, you know, what you could use that for. You know, the ingredients for the black bean chili, one pound of lean ground beef or turkey, two tablespoons of vegetable oil. And then, it, I mean, it goes down the list, you know, of what's a, a you know, a large onion, garlic, uh, you know, chili powder, cumin, which we're going to get to that. I mentioned cumin. I'm going to mention something about cumin in just a second. But Worcestershire sauce, uh, cilantro, definitely the black beans, uh and it just tells you how to make this, you know, in a large pot and it will stay for a week to two weeks. You don't believe that. I'm like, uh, and if you're not fully aware when you're doing any type of chili or something, just any dish, really, you know that that food just tastes better the next day or when all the seasonings have had an opportunity to kind of like meld all together. Yeah. It's so good, I'm telling you. And I'm not really one for particularly for black bean. I like doing kidney bean chili. So you could always swap it out. It's not going to hurt. There are other recipes on here as well. There's a seven can, um, uh, uh, seven can chicken taco soup. And interestingly enough, I've made this with my family. Uh, I visited home and it's kind of a it's 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 like a salsa almost but it's so good it really is uh you could do it with chicken or you know with vegetable just with the vegetable broth yeah make sure that you're checking out this website you know it's giving you some really awesome information on uh, this is just one article there are probably a number of different articles that you could you know probably find but i found this one i just thought it was really interesting to share this information okay so remember i was just talking about uh cumin um of all the spices of course you're going to have your standard salt pepper um I don't know, maybe some seasoning salt, if that's the case. You know, maybe oregano. But cumin, you know, this nutritionist is mentioning it should be like a standard staple that's in your cupboard or in your pantry. You know, other spices, you know, they you know, always you know, provide some type of uh, pep up, you know, to the dish and, you know, brighten it up and, and, and so forth. But... Man, when you're adding cumin, there's just something about 
that I don't know, it's a kind of like an earthiness. And depending upon what you're doing with it and how you're using the cumin, um, but you could use it in so many different things or add it to so many different things as well. Uh, if you're mixing it with smoked paprika uh, or maybe chili flakes, garlic powder, just a number of different other herbs too. Uh, it's, it's really awesome. It's really awesome. It's a great substitute too if you don't have some of those uh, specific items. Uh, but they it mixes well with those herbs as well. So, you know, let's just say you're doing a roasted chicken and you probably don't have the specific herb that you thought maybe a thyme, maybe thyme or oregano or whatnot. Um, you could use cumin. Uh, definitely salt and pepper and some cumin. Uh, and whether it be cumin, cumin, however you want to pronounce it, just saying. <laughs> uh, so many different other suggestions. I really would love to hear yours. So f- again, feel free. You know, this is an opportunity for you to share, uh, maybe give a suggestion on what you probably have in your pantry, uh, what you plan to actually do. Um, there are so many people that are, you know, coming up with you know, maybe new ideas or maybe thoughts of what they want to do during this time period hello they'll have a time to you know if you're working from home or because you have children that have to stay home parents that you know are working from home with them or or whatnot you be creative think of something uh do something different because you know to have the same thing over and over i think everyone is going to be frustrated <laughs> So let the internet be your friend too. you know, go on Pinterest, find articles like this and what you could do, what things you could cook during this time period. Um, You know, we I know we've been talking about I mentioned meats and, you know, a little bit about beans and but, you know, even those that are more concerned with having a plant based diet, uh, you know, the nutritionist mentioned that you could use chickpeas for, you know, within if you're doing uh, maybe a pasta, you could do chickpeas in that. Maybe throw in some spinach, some kale, um, some garlic, and then maybe a chicken broth or maybe not a chicken broth, maybe a vegetable broth. <laughs> Let me take that back because you're trying to eat plant based. You know, you don't want anything that is meat wise. Um, but hey, why not do something like that? You could always mix it up and be creative in your own man in your own way don't forget your fruits bananas is one important one uh if you don't have if you're worried about okay well bananas are gonna go bad you could always make banana bread hello a really good banana bread and maybe some milk or just any really type of banana bread (laughs) I'm just saying you don't necessarily have to have chocolate chips to add in it. It could be standard. You could have it with nuts, however you're going to do it. But, you know, listen, you could always be creative and find ways in which to do that. Uh, what a what a great way to, you know, basically help your family know that we're going to survive this. Everyone's going to be able to survive this. Uh, as a family, as communities, as neighborhoods, all of that. You know, we're coming to, you know, a, a part where what I'm saying about community and how we're going to survive, you know, it's important to think about that. Think with folks, so they're stockpiling stuff, um, whether it be toilet paper, even food, 
um, I know it's important for you to think of your family, but also think of people outside of your family too. You may not be able to help you know, tons of people, but who knows? Your next door neighbor might be, may be the person maybe the only person that you're able to to help or maybe say hey i i just want to make sure i want to check on this person or make sure that they're okay that you know if they have someone in their life or someone to visit them or something you know some you may not even have to actually have that communication or that like face to face physical touch or whatnot you know it seems like we have to almost go back to the days where a, a neighbors would kind of like leave a dish you know on on a on a a chair or or something with a note and just say thinking of you or just wanted to make sure that you know you had a great meal or something to share in that manner it's important uh during this time period um you know sharing a meal or watching out for those within the community to your neighbors it it really is you know i know this is a food show but um, together, you know, we make our, our community stronger when we think about other people and not just what we have or what it, we have for ourselves and our, for, our, for our family. That's not to say that you're, you're supposed to leave yourself out. Really, it's not. I'm just saying, you know, think about other people, too, at the same time and realize that, you know, maybe they may not have people in their lives or whatnot. So that's what you want one hopefully will want somebody to do for you just just a thought just a thought did you know that there's a resource uh if let's just say that you're looking for maybe a place to get some type of food or paying a housing bill whether it be rent or electricity or whatnot i know that you know the i believe uh, Mayor Fry, the at least for Minneapolis. Hopefully, it also applies to St. Paul. Uh, you know, if you are worried about y- your electricity or maybe water being shut off, that's not something that they're trying to do during this time period. Plus, the fact that you know, hello, we're kind of still during a winter time period, so. Um, but specifically too about food, I mean, there are, there's a website that you could go to, but you could actually just, well, I'm just going to say it's, it's more of a website rather than a phone call, but 211.org and probably thinking, okay, well, what, what, what is this 211.org? Um, 211.org, you know, it's a service that connects millions of people that help you know, to help every, you know, each and every year, uh, you get an expert, caring individual, uh, you know, that just by even calling 211 or being on the 211.org website, you could find out specific uh, information on food, how to pay bills, uh, and how much, you know, we need this right now. <laughs> Um, but I'm on the website right now and I'm just, I took an opportunity to see, you know, how intuitive it is and how user-friendly it is. Uh, it is greatly because it, I, I can't even tell, I can't even count. Let me see one, two, three, four, five. 
so many different languages i mean literally from a to z and and that's not a joke i mean various i mean even down to haitian creole uh indonesian uh kaza canada yeah i just honestly languages i haven't even heard of but seriously they make it available so folks no matter who you are you could go to this website and know that you could find these things uh that are that are needed uh because it is a food show again we're going to be focusing a little bit on food so not to think let you think that okay we're just talking about resources food 211.org by either calling them or being on the website you could have uh they can help you find and access access resources uh in your community like food pantries uh meal delivery services and public benefits like snap and WIC. um we know that you know 41 million people in the united states are suffering from food insecurity that means that there's one in eight households that are having trouble to getting some type of food. Maybe they're having a shortage of food in the house uh, or reduced food intake. You know, uh, it, it might not mean it may mean they may not have dinner every every night of this week because, you know, payday is Friday and that's the only time that they could, you know, that's the only time it's available. But there are resources, you know, that's. So if you're listen, listening nationally, if you're listening locally, you know, on the radio or, you know, on the TuneIn app or whatnot, you know, you can always go to 211.org. So www.tunein, uh, sorry, TuneIn, www.211.org and then uh, enter in. Uh, you're literally you're entering in your zip code it says find your local 211 so it will be zip code uh enter in your city and then of course you know whatever state that you're located in and it will help you find resources specifically in that area and they really treat people with the the dignity and respect um and not look down on those or in a judging manner because really we're all in this together <laughs> honestly this is i'm referring to the whole covid19 or if you want to call it the the slang <laughs> the coronavirus uh, situation that we're faced with but of course the the medical term that they've given it covid19 during this time period uh <laughs> rich or poor uh or what no matter what financial status that you're in or economic status uh yeah you can get this and we won't go into any type of levels of who could get better i don't know care in regards to this but i'm saying in reference to food and everyone that may be in need of finding that use 211.org or call 211 uh, and let people help you. Um, yeah, that's important. You know, I, I while I'm going through this or finding finding out this information, uh, or was doing the research, it just made me again think of the people in your community. 
um, older ones, uh, maybe parents. I admittedly, I have my parents don't live within the same state or uh, maybe I should say that I don't live in the same state that my parents are in. My parents are in California and I'm here in the Midwest. Yes, I do have siblings that are there, but still, you know, your parents worry about you no matter where you are in the world. Uh, and even though you may have siblings, uh, you know, that are help taking care of them uh, or you know that they are in good hands anyway, uh, it's still important to actually reach out and to let them know that you're OK. Uh, but to find out about they, how they're doing, uh, are they getting the food that they need? You know, they are elderly and so I want to make sure to call them. And so we want to make sure to call uh, our loved ones, our elderly ones. Uh, reach out to folks. Find out really how they're doing. Uh, I mean, a phone call would be great. You know, if, if and if you feel that maybe what's a little bit more important is letting them know rather than actually being on the phone, but letting them know really how you feel um, in a more sentimental way or uh, write a letter uh, or there's so many different ways that you're able to reach out. I mean, hello, we have FaceTime and Skype and all these different uh, means in which to uh, reach out to folks. Um, that's where I want to get back or come around to the whole social distancing. You know, we're all going to be going through something restaurants uh individuals that maybe they don't cook as much at home or they don't have the opportunity to cook as much because they're caring for their families in such a way that they're constantly going um we have we have to think about ways on either dialing back or finding another way on how to feed our families uh but always reaching out to you know to to other people um, in the sense of restaurants, kind of switching gears a little bit on the instance of restaurants, you know, is it, how important is it for you to actually go out? Uh, there are a number of restaurants that have chosen to, they've mentioned that they're monitoring uh, what the situation is, uh, reassuring individuals or of the community uh, or patrons that want to come there that, yes, we are taking all the steps necessary to have a safe space, uh, have a have a clean and healthy space, one that is not putting you at any type of risk for serious illness, uh, you know, from this do you want to say disease or this pandemic that's occurring? So maybe considering the restaurants, uh, I think someone mentioned, you know, maybe buy a gift card every now and then or buy a gift card at a restaurant, uh, letting them know, hey, I'm still supporting you. We're going to come back at a later time. That's well and good, I think. Um, but I think more focusing on cooking meals at home. I mean, everybody has a business. I understand that. And we're not trying to take away business by, you know, from folks by saying, Hey, don't go to a restaurant. I would never really say that. Uh, and just cook at home. One, if you don't have the means in which to actually go to a restaurant, hello, people are going to be really tight on funds right now. Um, we don't know what is actually going to happen. 
Again, this is not any type of, you know, putting people in a frenzy of like, oh my goodness, we don't know what we're, you know, our next paycheck is going to come from or whatever. Like, no, that's not what I'm trying to say. Uh, I'm just trying to encourage you to think about what your immediate circumstances are. Um, you know, stock up at home. Maybe you may not have an opportunity to really go out to a restaurant um, and really support them. So maybe not, at least not right now. That's why there's people were suggesting others were suggesting, you know, hey, buy a gift card from them just to let them know. It's like, hey, you still have our support. But right now, you know, you really we really have to think about um, the safety and concern of my immediate family or myself as an individual. I will come to your business at another time. Um I'm caring about other people, you know, maybe I, I don't want to, if I do have any sicknesses or symptoms or whatnot, I want to make sure that I'm not passing that on to anyone else. Um, so I don't know. That was just kind of like an amalgamation of caring for people, caring for restaurants, you know, caring about yourself. Uh, but you know, just know that we're in a very odd uh, situation because I'm going to tell you, I'm just going to say, I don't remember ever. And maybe I'm too, uh, I don't know. I don't want to say too young, but because I'm not, but I don't ever remember a situation like this ever, um, ever where sporting events, restaurants, um, work or employment places are just encouraging people yeah stay home <laughs> don't come to either don't come to work or you know what i mean it's just it's a very different scenario i i would love to hear your thoughts on it too you know if you have any ideas or maybe just want to make a comment on it you know 651-200-3479 um, once again you know give us a call give me a call um, maybe you have a suggestion on what you, what food that you're trying to make or, uh, maybe a, a dish or a meal, but with all of everything that we're dealing with, I think it's still important that, you know, where food is involved, yeah, we still have to care about people and one another, um, uh, It's hard to think of maybe even individuals that are in that are homeless or that are in shelters, individuals that are in nursing homes. You know, there the concern that there is about you know are they getting are are they in a situation where they are safe or that they are not going to show any type of signs of or symptoms excuse me of this of COVID-19 are they getting are there immediate health concerns being um, taken care of Um, are there is there you know their meals being you know provided to them adequately so I mean I don't know it's it's a lot to consider right now. Uh, it really is. But I mean, I hope that information, you know, the uh, the the 211.org being on, you know, that website, finding out maybe resources within the area. Um, 
the nearest food bank food shelf um, that you could go to uh, if you're in need of any type of assistance with food uh, definitely with the other uh, items as well but you know for example let's see Uh, I think I remember telling or or mentioning about uh, various food pantries uh, in the area. And if you're interested in finding out more, there are so many. You can visit, uh, let's see, www.ramseycounty.us. Um, those are the food shelves available in the Ramsey County area. So just to name off a few, uh, Roseville uh, Food Shelf, that's located on 2833 Hamlin uh, Avenue uh, North. Uh, I would encourage you to visit the website specifically, uh, which would be keystoneservices.org. Uh, let's see. There is... The Department of Indian Work, um, that is uh, 1671 Summit Avenue. Um, and I, what I'm saying about visiting the um, the website, too, it might be that they are either limited or uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Their, their staff might be limited. So... You may have to either arrange a specific time period to go by there, or may they, they may have specific uh, times where they are willing to prov- or able to provide um, food, um, you know, at a certain time of day or within a certain within certain hours. You know, again, everyone's trying to be cautious uh, and aware and take this seriously. So, but then they're also still wanting to make sure that people have these have access to these resources. But this is a great it's a great website uh, that I you know I mentioned uh, by going to the Ramsey County www.ramseycounty.us and uh, look for food shelves. Um, you'll list you will literally find a food shelf across the Twin Cities, or at least in the Ramsey County um, area, uh, right in the Dayton's Bluff East Side is uh, the Salvation Army East Side Corp. That is 1019 uh, Payne Avenue, uh, St. Paul, Minnesota, 55130. Uh, Please visit their website, which is uh, SalvationArmyNorth.org forward slash community forward slash St. Paul Payne Avenue. There are dashes in between those. So St. or uh, ST dash Paul dash Payne dash Avenue. But when you get there, you'll be able to find it too. So, I mean, you could definitely find out the information. Uh, once again, in St. Paul, there's the Union Gospel Mission, uh, 435 University Avenue. Um, you know, once again, in St. Paul, um, there are telephone numbers that you could also find or that are associated with each one of these places. So literally, um, that website, by the way, is uh, uh, www.ugmtc. So 
UnionGospelMissionTwinCities.org. Uh, so many, so many others. Um, so if you're interested in finding out, maybe one in your area, uh, you could you could definitely find out. Another great one, and uh, this is it's specifically for St. Paul, but you know, I mean, it will direct you to other areas as well. Uh, there is the foodpantries.org. Uh, again, that is foodpantries.org. If you, you know, want to know of a food pantry, um, here is a place to, to find out about it. Uh, if you are maybe a food pantry and you would like the community to know about it, you could come here and inform people and add a listing. But the search results are through a number of different places. One is Hunger Solutions Minnesota, uh, and you know, uh, you know, another is uh, Catholic Charities uh, Dorothy Day Emergency Food, the Interfaith Action of Greater St. Paul. Uh, Francis Basket um, uh, food shelf um, again all these different these various places and one these are all within St. Paul uh, there are others as well but you know some of them I've already mentioned neighborhood house we know that that's in St. Paul uh, I believe for neighborhood house uh, da, 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 da. their website Mm-mm-mm. Let's see. I think just by going to by going to foodpantries.org and then clicking down there again, there's a wide variety of them that are there. And going to clicking on neighborhood house, it will take you specifically to their website. Um, but right now, it's directing me to foodpantries.org uh, forward slash neighborhood neighborhood house. Uh, let me see. I'm not familiar with all of these different cities. Uh, Litchfield, uh, Little Falls, uh, Matamidai. Uh, Mankato. I mean, yes, of course, Mankato. Minneapolis, of course. Let's see. Uh, for Minneapolis. Oh, gosh. There's so many. And I'm not saying that, uh, you know, in a manner of it's uh, daunting it's you had there are resources that are out there so please definitely use them so you what is great about this um, this specific website uh, it by going to them just foodpantries.org um, again foodpantries.org uh, you on the right hand side uh, you could definitely enter in your address, so it's going to be showing you the food pantries that are nearest to you or closest to you. But let's just say that you know you are maybe not familiar, or you're looking for maybe to help someone else in another area. You could ask them what what neighborhood they're located in. Uh, it's across the Twin Cities, folks. It is literally across the Twin Cities. I mean, uh, Minneapolis is one of the uh, ones that has. Pretty much the I mean going through this list pretty much has the most with I believe it's like 57. Can you imagine 57? Dang. Um, but you know, it really is to make sure that uh, everyone within the Twin Cities has an opportunity to or has a resource available. Gosh, I'm looking, I'm scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. 
yeah it's that's actually really awesome and there's so many that are available so i mean make use of them you know especially if you don't have a you know the the means at the time honestly when if your pay period falls in between a time let's just say that okay i've got to be under quarantine or now i have to work from home but dang i don't get paid until next week or something uh i think this is where you have to kind of like put your pride aside and know that really we're out you know these are resources that are here to help you um not to judge you not to you know make you feel bad because of a a situation that you're in but you know if you have family or friends that are within the area or you know rely on them too and the reverse if you know someone that is in need uh maybe you can't really provide them with uh maybe the actual food stuffs uh you guys could sit down together and say hey you know why don't we go to a food pantry or let's look and see what resources are available in the in the area and you know just show your support to that person go with them or you know some there have been times where let me just say i have a family um minute my call them my minnesota family uh, the original minnesota family i remember that um they took me to i was still i was living alone still uh and they took me to i guess uh my first food pantry i've never never been and they were like wesley we found out about this place and you know we know that you're kind of struggling and whatnot um why don't you go with us uh, I, I was a little embarrassed or whatever and i was like i don't know what to take i don't know what, what do i bring they were like don't worry about it we'll just we'll figure out when we get there and it made me so good feel so good that one i wasn't the only one but two the fact that there was someone that thought about me to say you know even if you don't use all this food and trust me it was a lot of food it was i think i had like 50 pounds of chicken and rice and vegetables and water and milk and just a it was incredible and because I knew that I was not going to be able to consume all of this and I didn't want it to waste, I literally, and it made me feel so good and not in the sense of because I'm trying to be good or whatnot, but I just, I didn't want it to waste. And I knew that there must be other people within, even just within my, my apartment complex. Um, and I think I remember I helped someone at work or I'll say I'll gifted someone some stuff at work because I'm like, okay, what am I going to do with 50 pounds of chicken? Seriously, I could barely eat, uh, you know, a a 10 pound bag or something like that. And this 50 pounds came in this huge box and it was just, you really had to break this down yourself. It wasn't, oh, here is a five, 10 pound bags. No, this was all 50 pounds of chicken. (laughs) So I remember specifically spending a day, you know, after getting this, I was just really surprised, uh, spent a day, broke it down into like bags of five pounds of chicken or whatever. And I went to, you know, a couple of neighbors and say, hey, you know, I was gifted this or had the opportunity to, you know, 
you know, uh, obtain this and I know that I'm not going to use all of it. I, you know, do you, would you like some of it? Because I, you know, I don't want it to go to waste. You know, I'd like to, you know, offer it to you. Did the same thing at work, you know, to, I think one or two people. So it was just kind of like, if you know that you have food or excess food, uh, especially if you've been stocking up and you're like, okay, I'm not going to eat all this. Um, or share with other people. It, it, it's all all coming back to this whole thing about caring for people. Um, yeah, it's just, it's crazy. You know, that it's a time like this that we really have to kind of like think about that. I mean, it should be something that we should standardly do, I guess. But I don't know. It We're in a very weird time. We have a very weird administration. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a, a conversation in and of itself <laughs> that you could have. But I think just the whole talking point today that I wanted to bring out was definitely... There are so many different things that you want to prepare, uh, being creative with what you're going to stock up on, what you could cook, what you could can prepare for your family and for others. But knowing that, that, too, that there are resources that are also available, please, 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 please keep in mind if you have any questions or doubts or I guess remember anything from, you know, listening to the show, the conversation today foodpantries.org foodpantries.org I mean that's definitely a resource to to remember but another one is um, www.211.org those essential needs specifically food hello we all need it Uh, yeah look out for uh, use that you know visit the website call on your phone uh, you know that you'll have an opportunity to use you know the internet in some way shape or fashion I believe there's uh, uh, some type of arrangement being made with, I think with Comcast I think they even mentioned it on I believe it was mentioned on 211 as well about the different resources that are going to be uh, available for those that are going to be impacted yeah specifically comcast internet essential so a low-cost home internet um, package that's going to be for uh in the qualifying individuals and households um it's going to be for free for the first two months so let's you may not need it after that time period or maybe just for the month uh but you know keeping in contact with your family, friends, neighbors, whatever, uh, maybe finding out how to cook something on the internet, uh, Pinterest. <laughs> I was just talking with some friends on things that you could find on Pinterest. Uh, if you're not familiar with Pinterest, you know, it's just, I don't know how would you describe it, but it's just a, a, a an area where individual like-minded individuals put uh, or post things that either that they've cooked, that they've crafted, they've created, uh, and other folks go out there and find these things and like them and share them and, and save them. You know, you could pin them, you know, based on what you're interested in. Again, that's where the whole website in, you know, came from, you know, you're pinning your interest, the interests that you have, you're pinning those specific interests. 
I know, sorry, that's corny. But it, it's Pinterest. It, it really is. Anyway, <laughs> enough jabber from me. Uh, I really want to thank you all so much for just uh, sitting down uh, the past hour. I hope those resources help. I know that, you know, I'm kind of talked all over the place and everything, but I really hope that they helped. If you have any questions about it, please feel free to reach out to me. You know, I, you could find me on Facebook. You could message me on Facebook. I'm so open, um, you know, and willing to t- chat with anyone that is interested in talking about these food resources or um, want to find out more about uh, the resources within their area. So uh, you could Facebook me, message, um, you know, if you go to the unboozy unbougie foodie page uh you could leave a message there you could always send me an email as well that's uh the unbougie foodie at gmail.com uh i really do enjoy talking to people about you know sharing food stuff and resources and uh you know you know even though i'm talking to you about you know new places that are opening or or whatnot not right now uh but you know as things happen um you know that we're talking about food issues and that affect people um that's what i'm going to share with you and i'm i'm looking to share so i really hope that you all you know let me just say i'm thankful that you have been supportive of the unbuji foodie show and you know being at weqy as long as i have so yeah i'm so thankful for that uh, we are coming to the end of the show. Um, just know that I am here every Saturday right here on WEQY 104.7 FM WEQY LP St. Paul. Check me out every week, you know, join in on the conversation. You know, you never know what you might find uh, that might interest you, you know, food issues, uh, anything that you're going to care about especially if it's food I care about. But as I end every show, I want to encourage you never to let anyone tell you what type of foodie to be because really, we are a community and food is important to all people. Care about one another and we're not going to stand by and uh, let our community fail. Uh, Make sure to reach out to those that you care about. And make sure they get fed. Thank you so much for tuning in and take care. Peace. Sit on down with the unbougie food.